Hello, friends. My name is Dean Miller. And I'm Al Spain. And we are your 25th episode of Fuck Buddies. That's right. Woo! Congratulations to us and to you, because you've been here. Oh, those bubbles. Mm. We effervescent boys today. Just a couple of buds in a closet with some suds. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Hell yeah. So yeah, guys, it's been 25 episodes. Thank you for being with us this whole time. That's pretty fucking sick. To commemorate our 25th episode, I'm pretty sure that's the sound of my girlfriend in the shower. And dropping pipes? Yeah, and, and just throwing marbles into our yeah our water pipes. Is she having a champagne shower? Fancy bitch. No, that's a golden shower. Never mind. <laughs> you, you weird. <laughs> what kind of fizzy piss do you have? I was like, wait a minute. Oh, man, I'm 100% sure I'm going to knock over this glass. Yeah. I'm going to do a fucking Dane and hold it like a monster. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking, here, let's top you up. You know what? We should keep that sound, like, separately, and just anytime there's a particularly fizzy question. <laughs> the fuck is a fizzy question? Uh, I've been dating my ex's dad for the last four months. I don't know if that would call that fizzy. That was fizzy as fuck. I don't. I what I'm saying is I don't think fizzy is. It, I guess it's more chunky than it is fizzy. Yeah. Crunchy even. Crunchy. Wet. Juicy. The wettest question. Um, right. Let's. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna start with probably the best question that we got all week. Well, before we get into questions, do we want to talk about why we started this boy? We're gonna do that after we do this. Okay. Because <laughs> that was how I was gonna start. This is not serious. But thank you for making me admit that before I said it. Uh, but we we got that question, I guess, because he seems unsure. Well, hold on. Let's also preface this with uh, we're not doing our typical episode uh, this week. So if this is your first episode. Uh, maybe skip back a couple episodes and get, yeah. a, get a flavor of what we usually do. Uh, this week we are celebrating 25 episodes and we're doing a little uh, a get to know us episode. Yeah, we figured, you know, we'd shake it up a little bit. Yeah, um, let you know why, how we make the podcast, why we're making the podcast, and if you guys have any questions about us, why you should listen to us, why our advice might actually hold some bit of weight or merit, um, the, that's the episode where we're what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Will we answer those questions? Who knows? Maybe not. Uh, so yeah, we have. I'm not going to read their name because I don't know, but uh, they got on to us yesterday and asked us to contact them if we were 75 years old, very very dark. And not circumcised, which I assume they meant to say circumcised. Uh, so, best question we've ever gotten. Uh, neither of us are 75, so I'm sorry. If yeah. We fell at the first hurdle. I know. I'm not even going to answer the other ones now, because clearly we're not... That's the thing. It's like, once you once you yeah. hit an X, it's like... Fuck, it's one strike you're out. Over. This guy's yeah. a... He's, you mean serious business. I'm sorry we couldn't fulfill your needs. <sighs> but keep looking. Keep... Commenting Keep on commenting random on Facebook pages, cover photos. Yeah, you'll get there in the end. Eventually, you'll find the man of your dreams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think we should definitely start off with the uh, the logistical shit. Like, how do we make these episodes? Because I think not many people realize that, like, when I read a question, when you read a question, the other person has no idea what the question is. Yeah. Like, we, we do each, like, half completely separately. Like, I bring my questions, he brings his. We have no idea. So, we're answering, like... On the spot every time. Those things like I, I think whoever's who whoever's question it is has a little bit of an idea what like they want to bring to the mm-hmm. table with it. Sometimes but the the conversation yeah sometimes the conversation that we have is usually uh, or always a hundred percent off the cuff and like yeah. it's it's not rehearsed it's not we don't sit down and like talk about what we want to talk about this episode no. it's just sort of or even questions like there's been times where I found like a really good one or Dana's found a really good one and we're like fuck I want to talk to you about this question but like. I can't, so yeah, we, we wait. Yeah, we don't even, like, there are times where we'll have, like, discussions about topics, and we're like, mm, actually, I have a question about this, so <laughs> let's save not, that to the podcast. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll actually avoid topics mm-hmm. in, like, our, our day-to-day normal lives. Now we can't hang out anymore. Yeah, so, we pretty much uh, just stare at each other. Yeah, if it's Apex or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I guess, yeah, a few people were, like, confused about that because they thought we'd, like, planned and or rehearsed. Uh, what What do you think the average amount you edit out of each episode is? 
Uh, surprisingly, not a whole lot. Yeah. I, I take out, I would say probably, depending, like, obviously the longer the episode goes, the more I cut out. Um, but, like, if we average around, like, a 120 minutes recording, um, I usually cut out about, like, 8 to 10 minutes of bullshit. Yeah. And, like, usually, as far as I'm aware, it's, like, a lot of, wait, where's my question? Yeah, it's, Hold on. it's almost entirely, like, I don't really edit what we say unless no. we say something particularly stupid. <laughs> like the rat tangent? Oh, 100% that's in. I didn't oh, cut it. it. It's yeah, in? <laughs> I didn't cut any of that. Um, I cut, what did I cut from that episode? I don't remember. There was, I mean, like, there was, in our very first or second episode, mm-hmm. there was actually a pretty big chunk that we cut out because we were so, I think, like, nervous and, like, didn't yeah. really know what we were doing or have a rhythm yet that, like, we ended up talking about shit that had nothing to do with the question. And while yeah. it, was, it was, like, an important sort of conversation to have, it just didn't fit. And I was like, I feel like this is a topic that's going to come up later. And yeah. I'd rather discuss like, it Like, do it properly instead of just kind of, like... As opposed to just sort of, like, throw a tangent... Yeah, I feel like you were definitely a little bit more hardcore on the editing at the start because we were also probably less good at just chatting. Yeah, um, well, that's the thing. It's like our our conversations tended to they veered in. It was tangent city, but like the dark side of the tracks. Yeah, and like it it wasn't like it wasn't anything worth talking about, or we just said the same shit over and over again. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, we've made that point. Yeah, I'm going to cut it, which I, I still think we kind of do every now and then. And like, but we'll also say something rather or we'll, important. We'll pull it back in. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't trim this because <laughs> if I do, I'm going to lose like this other like good piece of advice. Yeah. And I can't just like cut it down and just have you or me like throw in that because yeah, without the be, context of no what sense. we just said, it, it would make no sense. Yeah. I'm always kind of surprised by the lack we edit is kind of nice and by we I mean Dane because Dane does pretty much all the editing and by pretty much I mean he does all the <laughs> editing I don't know why I'm qualifying it uh, uh, so shout out to Dane because Dane's awesome a lot of it a lot of the stuff that I take out are like ums, ahs and pauses mm-hmm. that like don't seem um, unnatural uh, in conversation but but once you're like once you're just listening mm-hmm. you're like oh wow that split second that I paused is an eternity yeah a lot of the like segment at pretty much everything we wing you know like it's not like we have really like not in a bad way but it's not like we really put much planning in yeah there isn't a whole lot of prep there's like i usually do like an hour or two of looking up fucking questions yeah and then like a couple hours throughout the week uh like doing social media stuff yeah which Which we don't do enough which i feel like yeah like if we're gonna put time into something we should yeah. Yeah, like you know, like the Dan thing just came about because like I think like the day or two before we recorded our first episode, I saw someone that shared his like how to talk to a girl with headphones article and I was like, Oh my god, why? Yeah. And then I realized that sadly there's like seven years worth of his bullshit and yeah. it just became a really good way to like show what we're totally not up for, like what we're against. Like and I think that kinda leads into like how we you know why we do this podcast and what you know. Yeah, I mean there there's a bunch of, like we've we've talked about it. We yeah we this pretty is... much since we like met like yeah. when when we finally started like hanging out and like going out together, the amount of times that we would like put ourselves into altercations with like shitty guys, um or like we'd have a great night out and just be like, we didn't do anything and we still like hung out with girls and got a phone number and like a potential date the next day mm-hmm. or whatever and like. We didn't do anything. Like, yeah. we literally just went out, had drinks, and had a good time. And it sort of, like, manifested itself because we weren't fucking assholes. Yeah. And then watching, like, just people seeing, be like, shitty. Yeah. And, and also and just, like, hearing, seeing those like, people, like, find success. Questionable as it might be. Like, it's funny because we, uh, we at one point, like, developed almost this, like, arch nemesis, which was really funny. <laughs> because we would go to this, like, bar, and I remember it was when my brother was visiting, yeah. It was, like, kind of the night it all came to a head where, like, uh, this guy was, like, the typical, like, douchebag, like, pickup artist bullshit person who would literally, like, creep near the bathrooms, not drink, wait until late on in the night when girls were, like, more drunk, literally grab them when they're separated from people, push them into a corner and, like, hold them there. Yeah. And we saw this and we were like, what the fuck? Like, this person looks so uncomfortable and what they're doing looks so creepy, the guy. And, like, at one point intervened. And she's like, no, yeah, this is awful. Like, I don't want any part of this. And he's like, well, you didn't say no. And she's like, no, 
like no and he just being an asshole and we're like what the fuck man so, so here's the thing you're forgetting the thing that like made me hate him was i can't remember specifically what he said but when she said no he was like uh he said something along the lines of like i could make that a yes well, Which even like, like the initially, fucking thing. initially when he was just like, she didn't specifically say no, but yeah. she did say, oh, I got to get back to my friends. Oh, I got to leave. Or like, oh, I'm not in, you know, yeah. a million things. And like, you know, like he's basically using how hard it is to be like, I guess it, it's intimidating to say no to somebody who's literally grabbing you and forcing yeah, you into a fucking you corner. you have no idea what that reaction is. No. Oh yeah. Then I'm going to fucking stab you in this yeah, corner. Yeah. Like, like your dark corner of this club. Like you're clutching me by the fucking arm and you're forced me into a corner. Like. Anyway, and then she says it, and he was still like, well, no, is a yeah. Like, fuck you. Um, but then, like, over the course of that night, it became a fun game, because that girl then was hanging out with us, and we'd see him do it to somebody else, and she's like, we should go over again. And we're like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. So we kept going over, and by the end of the night, everyone, we had gone and basically, like, I don't want to say saved, but, like, where we'd kind of, like, helped, like, because it, it's easier to literally be like, no, when you have five people standing there yeah. who have your back as opposed to one fucking creep holding you in the corner. So we end up hanging out with like eight or nine people and like who we were already with and we had a great night. Um, and that one guy was just so angry. But then anytime we saw him doing it over and over again, we just were like, fuck it. We'll, we'll go up and be like, hey, are you, are you okay? Yeah. And they were always like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, and just like shit like that developed and we were like, fuck it. Like Toronto especially... I think has a problem with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the long way of saying that we just kind of wanted to hopefully make a fucking difference. Yeah. Cause At least like, show people that like, cause you see people and it, it breaks my heart when they like, you know, the seduction Reddit, it's, it's generally horrific. Mm-hmm. And people post being like, Oh, I want to like do, you know, I, I have a problem where I don't meet other girls or whatever. And, they give them the worst advice yeah, and the worst shit and they say the worst things and there's people out there who think that that's what they need to do or it's like they're just making the world worse for everybody and the thing like the thing that really upsets me about that kind of stuff is like some of that advice is good but it's buried under so many layers of like this toxic machismo Mm -hmm. that like it it completely negates the actual like real advice being given like some of the people who who I've seen on the the seduction subreddit will actually be like, oh, like focus on yourself, like find a hobby, find like go to the gym, find a fitness program that works for you, do that. And it's like that's great, mm-hmm. but then we'll proceed to be like, don't be a beta, don't. And it's like yeah. the second you start qualifying and like putting men and and women into like these categories of mm-hmm. sort of like arbitrary objectification, mm-hmm. or like any time you're not like, healthy. this is the formula. It's like no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, and even like, remember the bullshit, like how to get lead 13 steps, like there were nuggets of fucking truth in there. Like, you know, go out and have fun. Like, it's not about getting laid a hundred percent. But then he's like, you have fun or else this thing is not about getting laid so you can get laid. It's like, uh, yeah. Forcing yourself going out with the objective to have fun. Well, to to performatively have have fun. Like in order to get laid is not fun. Like, no, the, the goal of the night no longer becomes about having fun. Yeah, it's about means... having fun in order to get laid. Yeah. And then, therefore, the goal of the night is to get laid. And you're probably not having fun. And then, like, the, yeah, the the, the rest, like, everything in between, everything, like, your entire night, if you don't get laid, you've had a bad night. Yeah, exactly. And therefore, you have not had fun. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, like, I wish I could just, like, cut some of the shit off at the knees and just be like, just stop there. Mm-hmm. Just stop there. Like, let's encourage men to yeah. be confident and mm-hmm. like find things that like empower them yeah. and but just without, also cut out all the creepy shit yeah without like without belittling men or objectifying women it's yeah. like you we can do these things like it's there's nothing wrong with being pro man and like encouraging men yeah. to be men whatever that means for them yeah. but like the second you but then when start you to then like, tell people what men is and it's yeah, awful or like start like treating women as if they are like objects mm-hmm. in in the sense that like they're the like objective yeah you know what i mean it's like or even just like like that women react this way to this it's like no like yeah everybody has a fucking different like people uh, that's another issue is like there is no fucking formula and the fact that these people like not only think there is but then literally sell that and people buy into it Mm -hmm. literally again yeah it's it's like insecurity you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if someone is it's the whole reason why fucking like the televangelists are so successful, you know what I mean? Like, those people are at, like, sort of the the end of their rope and despair, and someone is selling them 
hope. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It just, it, it also sucks that you're preying on people. 100%. You know, I just feel like, you know, and also we should just all be better and nicer yeah. to each other. Um, so last week we did put out a call for, for questions for us mm-hmm. and we got a few of them. We so did. now we'll start, uh, we'll start answering some of those. Yeah, we got a bunch. Um, I'm not going to read off people's names because yeah, I think it'll just slow it down. And a lot of the time people were like, I don't really want my name put on them or, yeah. you know. And almost all of them had a PS, what's, what's your dick size? What's, <laughs> what's your rocket? <laughs> we did with? actually get another one today. Um, cool. We're not answering that. Nope. That was the one question we said we wouldn't. Because the answer's too long. No, yeah, it's... we literally cannot come mm. up with a number. Yeah. Uh, so, I think we'll start at the start. How long have you and Dane been friends? I mean, like, real friends, or... No, you and Dane. Me? Oh, that me was the and question. Me? It said, how long have you and Dane been friends? Oh, and it's for me. Uh, well, I, I don't know. It says you and Dane. How does that mean Niall and Dane? I fucking hate you. How long have you been friends with yourself? That's actually a great question. Yeah. Um, Like, 2014? Yeah. Those teenage years are rough. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I hear you. Probably same time period for me. Um, no. How long have we been friends? Uh, it would have been 2014. Oh. We, oh, did I say? help you become friends with yourself? 100%. Or it's meant to be a joke. Uh, make no. it too serious? Um, yeah, it's been it's been a while, but not that long at the same time. It just feels weird. like a lot longer. It does. Just because like the pure amount of bullshit that we've done. <laughs> and um, also just like, I can't remember. I can't imagine a time where I'm like... No Dane. Yeah. I don't know. It's a dark time. It's a dark time. Um, yeah, we worked together at a bar, and then the first night that we met... Someone... Which is the next question. How did you meet? Oh, yeah. So, like, we were... It was, like, a staff party for the bar, and I had just started working there, so I knew... Oh, I knew yeah. one. I knew one person um, who I worked with at a bar previous, and he got me the job there. Um, and it was fun. It was, like, it was actually a really fucking good day. Yeah. Um, and then... But, like, I didn't really know you. Like, I knew you from work, but, like... Yeah, I don't really like, we, remember. We had chatted, like, maybe two or three times. Because mm-hmm. um, this was, like... It was, like, a week or two into working, and the staff was huge. So, like, I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't really met everyone yet. Mm-hmm. This was when uh, they weren't allowed to do a staff party. So, instead, one day they gave all the guys the day off. Yeah. And organized, like, guy night. And then they gave all the girls the day off a different day, and we covered for them. Yeah. Um. So... We did a bunch of shit, um, but, like, we were at this bar, and me and the guy that I had worked with previous were talking to these two girls, um, and it was going well, uh, and then Niall showed up, and he was taking selfies yeah, with everyone. I, w- someone that runs the bathroom, so I took their phone and took a selfie with everybody at the party, because, I don't know, that would be funny if they came back, and there was just, like, everybody's, like, dumb, surprised face yeah. uh, on their phone, so I was going, like, selfie, and just, like, popping into everybody at the party and taking one. Um, I went up to you guys and was like, oh, you know, and the girls were like, oh, what are you doing? And we yeah. kind of got chatting. Um, and it was really funny because, yeah, well, you can talk. Yeah. Um, so and it was like, it was nothing, right? Because like, I like introduced Nile to the girls we were talking mm-hmm. to and we chatted for a bit and then Nile fucked off. Um, and then I, I left that night, like everyone went to a strip club and I, I had actually gone home with one of those girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day well what was funny is like the second i left because uh, again like i'd taken the selfie and the girls were like oh what are you doing and like explained to them they're like oh you guys are all in the night out and i was like yeah and like we chatted for a tiny bit and dame was like engaging and it was fine and it just moved on and i i left and the second i left i was like oh you were you were cock blocking like you were first like what and they were like yeah like the other guy was so angry like what the fuck and and he literally like well i don't really want to Cast his, you know, he, he yeah. basically got like, he got a little upset about the whole situation and kind of like cut off contact with the girl and then their whole thing didn't work and clearly Danes did because they went off. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I wasn't cock blocking anyone. So in my head, it was really funny because like, it, you know, from my point of view, there's nothing else I was going to do. If they were like, oh, you're taking selfies? And I was just like, oh shit, they're talking to some guys. I can't even reply. I gotta run away. Like, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense in my head, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not like I was even coming on to them or anything. So anyway, like, the next day, I was like, shit, like, I hope Dane didn't care, because, like, he wasn't there because <laughs> he was off with her, so it's not like, uh, you know, but he was a new guy in work, and I was like, oh, I hope that, like, he was cool. So at one point, I, like, I kind of mentioned to you, and you're like, what? It was fine. Yeah. It's fucking and, dumb. And it was, like, it was a couple weeks later, too, like, like, we would, we would like, be in passing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I think it was the next day, because... Uh, no, it definitely wasn't. Because we had the joke where someone kept being like, God damn it, Dane! 
No, that was that was fuck you. That was the girls. Yeah. So that it would have been after that. Oh, okay. Which was like a couple weeks after our party. Yeah. Either way, um, uh, it was just funny because we kind of like bonded over that, like having the same view that I think is like healthy and not yeah. just like I own these women because I'm talking to them. Yeah. Which is fucking. Because when you shit. came up to me and you're like, oh, like sorry if I cogbogged you, I was like. Well, you didn't because I went home with her too. It's like yeah, but you were there for like three minutes. Yeah, and, and like all just having a normal like, chat. Yeah, all like, you did was talk about like taking selfies and like, like just, also kind of like talked you guys up. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you like, wingman does. Yeah, <laughs> so. and that's the thing. Anyway, it was, uh, and I think like the next thing that took it to the next level was that one day when we were just at the bar and we had like the deepest chat about like all the bullshit that like you told me about your horrible year and like yeah. at the time I had just me and my ex had broken up. Uh, and we'd been living together and then she binned a bunch of my furniture and then I went through a series of sublets and like a whole bunch of apartments. So I was like having a tough year. Um, and we would just kind of like chat about that. And, and, yeah. and then we went to the casino. Yeah. And then after that, I think what really solidified fancy dancing, fancy dancing <laughs> where Dane got roofied and like puked all over a yacht, but it was just like a crazy night. And then after that we were like, yeah, how are you not super close after that, that bullshit. Is, that is, yeah, that is sort of like the night that sort of like, because that was like, that was the start of like Dane and Nile nights. Yeah. And like, and it like became sort of like infamous. More yeah. fucking calm. Like it got to the point where like if we were going out, people would try to like insert oh, yeah, themselves like, oh, into you guys are doing the thing. Like, and like oh, we wouldn't. Going? And it's like we wouldn't know. We never knew where we were Like going. it was just one of those things where like if we happened to have work off at the same time, like yeah. if we, we ended up getting cut at the same time, we would just be yeah. like. You would just fucking go somewhere. Yeah. And, like, bullshit would happen. Literally. Um, all the time. And, like, it would be one of those things where, like, people would know. Either we'd, like, make a status or, like, an Instagram post. Or, like, we would mm. just... Or even... They would wouldn't. just see us, like, yeah. leaving together. And the next day, would be like, what happened? <laughs> um, and most times, there was a story. There was usually a story, yeah. Remember that time we were, like, end up in that weird drum circle? Like, underground? Uh, was I mean, terrifying. we have several stories about that. Just that one That one place, party. yeah. That was the Caribbean birthday party. Yeah. That was the rap battle. Yeah. That was the drum circle. <laughs> DJ Fire. That was the... There was one other time we went there. Oh, there's too many. Um, yeah, if you're ever on Dundas Street in Toronto, look for a bar called Remix. Just go underground. Because let me tell you, I have no idea what that fucking bar is. Because every time we've walked through it, every time we've gone through that door, oh, it's been... It's a, been... But like, what I love is the lighting in that place where there are these dark pools of shadow. I don't know the shape of that bar. I, yeah, if someone was like, can you just sketch roughly it out. sketch the layer of that bar? I'd be like, I know there's a stairwell down into mm-hmm. it. And there's a bar, like, kind of right corner. Yeah, on the right-hand side. But other than that, I don't know. Like, maybe they I could tell you where the drum the circle layout. was. Yeah. Uh, next question? Yeah. Uh, how do you all meet your respective partners? Uh, so I broke my, like, cardinal rule. <laughs> I thought you said you broke your leg. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, I Amanda nursed me. Back to health. Mm-hmm. He was like an injured bird. Yeah. He fell from his nest. Yeah. It was actually really romantic. Um, She's the best ornithologist I've ever met, although she didn't correctly identify Dane as a human. But that's yeah. her one mistake. She, she still thinks I'm a bird. Shit. Just hoot quickly. <laughs> that's not a hoot at all. I'm not an owl. Owls are birds. You yeah. heard it here first, people. <laughs> this is a bird fan cast. Should we get whiskey to continue the episode? Uh, we could. Um, oh, can we do an intermission? Yeah. Fuck, like, answer this question, then we'll intermission. Okay, um, I uh, I was working with Ooh, we Amanda. should answer each other's questions. I mean, I know the Vegas details of your... Me too, it's going to get even better. No, just go. Um, you guys yeah, work was, together. Yeah, I was working with Amanda. Um, and As was I at the time. We, like, I had a very strict, like, don't sleep with anyone from work policy. I, had I slept, did not. I had slept with one other person at work, Um and it was just sort of like, I don't know. I, I was like, eh, not really my thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just, it was one of those things where like she had a boyfriend at the time. So I was like, I was, she was also very shy and very like timid and, and weird. Um, all of the things that I love about her. Um, some might say spooky, spooky. Um, so like anytime we we had like a really good crew at work there where like we did a bunch of shit outside of work so I'd always try to invite her because like I wanted her to feel like part of the group mm-hmm. um, which and, like, to be maybe... fair wasn't just a special thing like you were always super friendly 100% yeah. yeah no this wasn't me like making moves on her I knew she had a boyfriend but I also knew she was like super shy yeah, or, yeah. or at least like quiet we, we were always pretty good to all the new people which yeah. I liked you know it was actually like I don't know if it's the same but it was like the tightest fucking crew at that point it was great yeah it's 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 getting back there um 
so it was one of those things where I was just like come like bring your boyfriend like it's we all have like our significant others or like the people that yeah. do have significant others they were them. always kind of a part of the picture um, so so that kind of happened and then like they broke up um and it was it was like a bad breakup and at one point she was like i need a place to stay and i was like by all means like you can crash at my place if you need to um and like we had had after she had broken up we had had some like some chemistry um, but I was like, look, you just got out of breakup. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I was finally getting in a good place in my life. And I was like, you know what? Like, take some time. I am attracted to you and I am interested in you. But like, I'd really rather you, I'd really rather be there as like moral support right now. And as a friend and as someone you can rely on and trust. Um, and then once you're sorted and, and safe and good, then you'll see, then, then we can go yeah. for a drink. Um, and it was one of those things where it's like. We just took it so slow. Hmm. Well, even like that night, she did come over. She slept on in your bed. You slept, yeah, on, the couch, I slept right? on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like nothing happened. No, because it was yeah. one of those things where I was just like, I if you need somewhere safe to stay, exactly. I don't want be... you to think you have to like trade sex for safety. And that's the thing, like, because even if something happened, there's no way in your head that you'd know whether it was like genuine. And like, it, I I know yourself, it's definitely crossed your mind, like that you just wouldn't want to be that person where they're like. You wouldn't ever want that question to be there, right? Yeah. That you and, felt like you had to or... Yeah, because it would have been our first time sleeping together too. And mm-hmm. it's like, the last thing I want to do yeah. is like, feel like I'm I'm, I'm I'm being a predator or like... Yeah. Or at least like preying on someone who's in a vulnerable position. Exactly. So like, yeah. I wanted her to know that like... And again, this was sort of like our... We were still very much friends. We weren't really romantic mm-hmm. partners at yeah. that point. And I was like, if you need a place to stay, I want you to know that like you can come here yeah. and that like, I'm not going to be expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like really, really important to me. And then it was one of those things where like, you know, she, she ended up making some really good friends at work. Um, they ended up giving some really good support to her. She got in a good place and we, we just took it real slow. Yeah, we developed, we naturally. had like, we had a very casual relationship and then we were in sort of like an open relationship where we were seeing other people. Uh, and then it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I'd like, I'd kind of really rather just be with you. Um, and then, uh, then that was that. And now we're still together and happy and mm-hmm. I love her very much. Yeah. Oh, should we get whiskey? I always want whiskey, Dane. Let's do it. You even need to be here for my side of the store. Get the That's fuck true. out. It's true. <sighs> All, All right. right. How did I meet my partner? Uh, Tinder. Oh, we matched on Tinder. Lame. Uh, nerds. Yeah, we we are entirely nerds. That's true. It is true. Um, yeah, we met on Tinder. Uh, she was super interesting, and we had similar, like, book tastes, for example. Um, for some reason, I thought she was really tall based on her profile pictures. Um, that is not the case at all. And, yeah, we, you know what? what's funny is I probably suggested meeting up for a drink a little too soon because, honestly, I fucking hate Tinder. Um like yeah, it worked. You were, you were not a Tinder boy. I was the Tinder no, boy. not really. I like I still had a bunch of success on Tinder. You know what I mean? Like I never had any issues with it. But uh, I was always like way better just like meeting people in real life, yeah. and like that was never an issue. Um, so it's never like I even you know Tinder was more of like a supplement than yeah. like a and like whatever. I don't think I was particularly good at it either. But um, yeah, we, we you know she did later be like yeah, it came a, a little quickly, but she still came on that date so did it matter um, and, and i mean like you're literally still with her so yeah exactly so it fucking worked out <laughs> yeah. um but yeah we we decided we'd go on like a little pub crawl and uh, we did we hit about like six seven bars um we played this rolling game of i never um all the way through our first date which is like a great way to know somebody because like not only do you find out some juicy tidbits crunchy tidbits even um you also like you get a good sense of like their sense of humor and like what they're into and what they're not into. Uh, cause you learn probably more about people from what they ask in that game than what they answer. Um, and yeah, we, we did that. We went on a few bars and like, it was really funny cause like we were having so much fun on the date, but even in certain bars, we'd be sitting at the bar and the bartender at the end would like give us a free drink or like an extra shot or whatever. And be like, man, even I'm having fun, like listening to you guys. And we were like, yeah, it's our first date. And they were like, what? Uh, so we did that. We got some smart food because uh, it's the best popcorn. And we ended up climbing a crane and I almost died. Uh, it was a great date. And we finished the night off. We got home. Uh, we like split ways and went home separately and then text each other like sexy Pokemon puns. Nice. Yeah. It cheers. Cheers to our ladies. Yeah. They're awesome. A gentle cheers. 
what was your longest relationship? Oh man, uh, four years. Okay, would be, and then like I think if you include like from when I met Amanda to now, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think she's beaten the record now. I think we've been. Like if you include like the time where we were open and like mm-hmm. casual, like we're not, it's been four fucking years, almost five now. No, what? I think you're. Sk- <laughs> I think you're skipping ahead some years. Amanda from the other room was no four years then. At the very least, 2015 is when we started dating. Yeah, but 2019. Not four years yet, because it's just no. Okay, so we're so we're coming up on three and years. a half. Yeah, three and a half. Okay. Does that sound <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. How am I better at this than you? Because it feels like I've been with her forever. Wow, it's that bad? It feels it's like... It's terrible. Get me out. <laughs> can you always be a voice in the background for these? This is just great. Just correcting me? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can hear that, but Amanda's in the other room getting ready for a show, and she's literally just <laughs> She's just shaming Dane. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Amanda, you're the best. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I think my longest one was like three and a half, four years. Again, same thing. And like I'm counting that just from like the became exclusive time. Because, like, I've never really dated someone before, I think, at least three months of, like, casual, if not, you know, half a year mm-hmm. or a year or whatever. Like, because, I don't know, to me, like, being in a relationship is really, like, you know, an exclusive one anyway. It's, like, a big deal. Like, I've never cheated on anybody and I don't plan to. And uh, I think a lot of the reason why people do is because they don't really take it that seriously. Um, but, yeah, like, three and a half, four years. And I was in, like... One that was basically the same as well. It's like two, two relationships. They're pretty long like that. Uh, what's your most embarrassing date story? Uh, anyone ever done su- something super embarrassing? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so like, I guess. Uh, I can cut in with. Yeah, yeah. You you do your embarrassing one because like I just talked a bitch. I I don't know. I don't know where to go with this one because I have one horrendous date and it was on their side. Um, would you know about? You know about most of them, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know which one specifically you're talking about. Um, what What's funny is uh, if we're speaking faux pas, and something that you said actually triggered this, I was once at a party, and you know the third part. This is a three-part story. You know the third part. Yeah, I was there. Oh, you know what we're yeah, talking about. Okay. I do now. Um, so part one, I'm at a Halloween party, and I'm talking to this girl. She's dressed as a witch. And she's very attractive. Uh, or, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you would describe her now. <laughs> Let's go back. I'm talking to a girl. And things are going really well. And I like her. And at one point, she walks off. And let's let's point out, she was maybe 20 feet away. And a friend comes up and goes, oh, you a witch girl, huh? I'm like, yeah, she's vaguely attractive. And, like, when I say that, I don't mean she's literally vaguely attractive. I meant more of, like, the Irish way, like, She's a bit of all right, you know, she's, she's grand. Like, yeah, she was fucking attractive, but you know, we tend to self-deprecate and just deprecate in general. Uh, somehow she has ears of a fucking hawk. She comes over, she slaps me. Well, no, she says, did you call me vaguely attractive? And I have no answer, but yes. So she slaps me. And that's that. A while later, this is part two. I get a message on Facebook and it's her. And she's like, hey, did I slap you one Halloween? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you did. And she's like, I'm really sorry. Can I take you out on a date to make up for it? And I was like, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to the country. I don't really know that many people. I'll, I'll fucking go. Uh, so I go. And to be fair, it's a very fun night. We play a lot of pool. We drink a lot of Sambuca. We play Ooh. darts. Sambuca's great. Sambuca you shut your mouth. is disgusting. Um, and, like, we, we have a really good time. And, uh... Like, I'm having a blast. We're on the way home. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, can't believe I slapped you. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, I'm such an asshole. Like, just going off. I'm like, come on. I called you vaguely attractive. Like, don't worry about it. She's like, what? Slaps me again. Apparently, she forgot. Fast forward, like, five years or something stupid. It's my birthday. I'm very bad at organizing birthdays. Uh, So... I just kind of send out, like, a Toronto, like, wide... Well, not Toronto-wide, but, like, a, you know, when you, like, tag your friends on, like, the invite list and you can just hit Toronto? So I sent it out. I'm like, yeah, this is at I, about 1 or 2 a.m. after yeah, I was Dane. Say, this is, like, 
like early morning, like oh yeah, two, three, four in the morning. Yeah, the when day Dane of. literally is like, Niall, what the fuck? Can you please organize your birthday? So I'm like, okay. So I send it out literally that morning. It's a Friday as well. Uh, needless to say, uh, nobody showed up. Because uh, most people, well, obviously Dane showed up. He's pointing at himself angrily. Uh, Dane took me out for a very nice dinner, mm-hmm. and it was very lovely. We had a few drinks. We went to the bar, which, again, I don't know why I chose that bar. It was the worst choice <laughs> ever. a terrible bar. I'm not going to name and shame them, but... 100%. They don't exist anymore. It's Crown and Tiger. Oh, they don't exist anymore? No. Uh, every time I'm there, something dumb happens. It's Someone the worst chair at me once Anytime anyone goes there, something bad happens. That's probably no why. I've ever had a good time at the Crown and Tiger. Has been scrubbed from existence. Uh, so we're there, and, like, people aren't showing up. And, like, honestly, I don't blame them. Most of the people invited were in the service industry. It's a fucking Friday. They had about 18 hours notice. Probably didn't even see it. They probably didn't even see it. Like, if you worked a day shift, you woke up, you went to work, and then by the time you saw it, it was basically happening. If you worked a night shift, you couldn't go anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I'm cool with that. It's, like, another day and night. That's going to be fun anyway. And then I hear, oh, hey, how's it going? And who was there? But vaguely attractive girl. And I don't know why the fuck after five years, the last time we saw each other, she slapped me and she showed up. And she starts being real weird and like throwing money down the table. I mean, like my mom gave me money for your birthday. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Uh, long story short, we leave. We're at a bar and like things are actually all right. Everything seems fine. Yeah. And then we're all dancing, and she just, like, leans in and bites my face, like, on the cheek, like, so, so hard. And it hurts so badly that, like, oh, my God, it, f- it was awful. and Like, like so badly. Like, I almost, by reflex, like, just, like, shoved her so hard or, like, did something that probably would not have been seen as okay. <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was so painful. And I was just like, what the fuck? You cannot do this. And in answer, she did it again. So I walked out of the bar. I sat down on the curb. I didn't even say bye to Dane because I couldn't. And he came out a while later and was like, are you okay? And like, I had a fucking mouth mark on my face. And I was like, no. And then we went somewhere else. Yeah. When I found you, no you, had a, you had a can on your face. Yeah, you're, using, yeah. you're using a drink as an ice pack. Beer is a great ice pack. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, anyway, initial and secondary embarrassment was me saying vaguely attractive and fucking up. And that just became a story. Um, so the the other one was like, what's the embarrassing thing? It's like someone else did. Yeah. Um, so this isn't really, I mean, it's embarrassing as fuck. But like, so here's, I'm gonna, I'll make this story short. I went on this date with this girl who, uh, she showed up and like, I could tell she was already kind of tipsy, which is fine. I was like, cool. Um, and... We were talking, it was actually a really fun date and it was really cool. And it was actually like kind of vibing with her. Um, and she's like, oh, I just live around the corner. I was like, well, I'll walk you home. Um, and she's like, cool, great. Uh, but she was way too drunk. Like I had maybe like two or three drinks mm-hmm. and like she was several ahead of me. So when I left, like after the two and three drinks we had on our date, she was already like drunk. Yeah. Um, and I was not. So like I already knew like nothing was going to happen. Maybe a kiss goodnight. Um, but like, I was not going to sleep with her that night. Um, it's like a, a 10 minute walk home. Um, I get her to her doorstep and she's like, Oh, do you want to come in? I was like, I would like any other day I would say yes. I was like, but you know what I mean? Like you've had more to drink than me. Um, and she had told me that like, she was a little, but like into the day she was like, you know, just so you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? She kind of did the confession. She was like, I was nervous and like had a couple drinks with my friends. I was Fair. like, okay, cool. Um, so like, I was like, you know what? I would rather wait until, like, we're kind of on a level playing field. Um, It's just not something I'm super comfortable with. And she lost her fucking mind. Like, at one point she was like, you're a selfish asshole. You're a fucking asshole. She threw her fucking garbage can at me. I was going to say, is this garbage can girl? Um, And, like, I don't know if, if these are sort of, like, the standard garbage cans in most major cities, but, like... Our garbage cans are fucking big. Like wheelie bins. Yeah, like they're they're yeah. not the sort of like steel trash cans that you see in like movies and shit. Mm-hmm. These are like industrial, like plastic, sort of like almost wheelbarrow-esque. Yeah, so like the moral of the story is like not what she did is embarrassing. She's embarrassingly strong. Oh, yeah, no, like I would not be able to pick that up. And I was just like, and she was like, I could say, I could, I could say anything about you right now. All I have to do is scream. And my neighbor, I was like, 
well, you're already screaming. <laughs> and, like, you're currently screaming because I'm not, like, legally going to rape you. Um, well, yeah, when someone's that fucking drunk, right? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like you're, like, you can't, you're drunk. You, yeah, the you're, whole you're doing thing. a good thing and you this got is, Ben thrown at you. That's the thing. It's like, I was like, the whole, what? Um, she did message me a couple days later and was just like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I was like, that's fine. But I was like, you understand that, like, I'm not, like, I'm not interested in seeing mm, you again. No. And she was like, well, I'm sorry. I had a little bit too much to drink. Did she and I was yell? Like, uh, and then all well, of a sudden it was caps lock? Well, she tried to, like, she tried to, like, play it off and be like, oh, sorry. I was, I like, I had too much to drink. And it's like, I, yeah, I a little there's, lost. There's a I little like, bit of a difference between having too much to drink thing, and it's yelling like, and screaming and throwing me, a bin and then accusing, like, yeah, or threatening saying to you're accuse, accuse me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, because, like, what happens if we do sleep together? And then you like something goes wrong. Yeah, you, you want you regret it or whatever. And or it's like, no, or even just like you guys break up or yeah, stop seeing each other. Or I'm just like, hey, I kind of want to call it quits. Yeah. It's like I don't really want to start a relationship with someone who's, who I'm terrified of. Whose first date and who was strong enough to throw a physical assault and fucking yeah, you know what I mean? Like blackmail, like, I yeah, guess. legal threats. Like, um, that that was probably and like that happened a few times. There was another date where a girl. Uh, booty called me and I was like have you been drinking um, in like a not so many words um, or more words rather. drinking question mark <laughs> um, and she was like no she's like yes I am but like I'm I'm totally fine got there she almost fell down my fucking stairs coming into my apartment um, and I was like sorry I thought you said you got there and I was like oh no no she get there and she fell down your stairs no no she came to like my place yeah. and then like almost fell and I was like I'm really sorry but like I'm not sleeping she then took the painting off my wall and hit me with it. That's I amazing. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Get oh, the man. fuck out. Usually I would be like, you can stay here. I'm not going to kill But I was like, get yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's that's like, not okay. Get the fuck out. I had someone in work the other day hit me with their phone as I passed by because they wanted to order. That was fun. Um, I think... Like a random person, like a guest. 100%. Oh, yeah, I think just, like a staff. <laughs> no, as I'm walking by, she was like... I was like, the, the fuck? And like, I was too shocked to tell her to fuck off. And she's like, and then she turned the phone around and pointed at the beer she had on it and was like, this. I was like, no. Nope. Uh, not ID'd her. She didn't have ID. So I, she didn't get it. So nice. that was great. Um, I think, yeah, I think the most embarrassing thing someone ever did on a date, 100% has to be the time when a date and someone cried for a large mm. period of the date. Um, and to be fair, it was, a, it was a pretty fun date. I'm super into that though. To a point? No, not at all. Mm. Uh, she kind of sprung a surprise dinner on me when I met her at hers. It was like a, we meet at hers, have a drink, kind of go out was what I thought was happening. Uh, she made the dinner. I was really hungover and had already eaten. So my appetite was at a, like a minus. So I could barely eat this dinner. That was very nice. I met her roommate on the way out as I'm going in. And they basically said, oh, I've been sent home or sent away for the night. Like, wink, have a good one. Which, again, super awkward. Get in. We're eating this meal in deathly silence. Uh, they put on one song. And when that song ended, it stopped. So we're just silence. I'm trying to eat. I can't. I feel really bad. The food looked great. And at one point, they're like, oh, well, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to, like, stay in or, like, go out? And we've already had a bit of wine. I'm like, Let, let's go out. Like, let's, you know. So I get brought to this place they used to work, uh, which is empty. So it's just me, her, and a bunch of her ex-co-workers. But they're doing karaoke, and I love karaoke. I'll serve some booze. The big issue of the night is every five or ten minutes, she likes to look at me and go, I really like you. Which, once, sure, that's nice. Twice, I don't know, if it's like starting the end of the night, whatever. But like constantly, it gets really weird. So I was, like, feeling really on edge and, like, maybe that, she, you know, it's the first time we ever hung out. Maybe she's looking a little bit too into it and, like, I'd been out of a shitty relationship and, like, I wasn't really looking for anything that serious. Which, again, could develop into something serious, but not off the bat, right? So night goes on and at one point, like, she said again, there's, like, look, I just want to clarify, I'm not necessarily, like, looking for anything very serious, like... You know, obviously, it's our first date. And she starts to cry. And then she silently wept. You monster. Yeah. And she silently wept for, for a while, which would have been horrendous in any situation. But the fact that we were in a empty bar manned by people who all know her 
was worse. What's uh, even worse is you were like, hey, if you can keep that going, let's go back to your place. Just yeah. Keep, just keep crying. 100%. Yeah. No, then then I was into it. Then I was like, wait, let's date. And then she stopped crying and I broke up with her. Um, no, obviously not. Uh, yeah, it was really awkward, especially when I tried to explain myself and she said, I get it. I'm not pretty. And I was like, no, that's what? And then I was like, look. And I basically had to explain. I was like, it's the first time we ever fucking hang out. Like, no one is ever going to not say that really and if they did they'd be crazy and she was like well yeah I guess went to the bathroom came back pretended it never happened it was real weird uh, this one's specifically for me which is weird but uh, how different was my dating experience in Canada versus Ireland I will say very different because I'll just be over here drinking my whiskey by yeah. myself oh I'm sorry so I didn't realize it was fuck buddy I know uh, yeah basically I can save this for a different day if you want no no that's fine uh, it's very different because in Ireland I had been in a lot of, well, you know, it was like a lot of long-term relationships, but also like time in between. Uh, but I was also, you know, quite a lot younger. Um, I moved here when I was 20 and, uh, like part of the reason why Ireland is so different is like, there isn't really like that condo kind of like rental market and young people don't really move out. Uh, unless you're like from Carlo and you're moving up to Dublin or whatever and you're staying in university accommodation. So it's like if you want to get down and dirty, you generally have to, you know, like be creative. You know, there's not really that culture of just like one night stands and just like meeting people in bars and just going home and fucking because you don't have a home you can go and safely fucking really because your parents are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? So there's a lot more kind of like park sex and a lot more like you know, fooling around in public and a lot more just like shifting, which is the Irish word for kissing. Uh, like kiss culture is a massive thing back in Ireland where like on a night out, no one's like, oh, did you fuck her? They say, did you get the shift? And I was like, yeah, you know, making out with people is almost like your, you know, number of success as opposed to actual sex, which is kind of nice. But um, so that was kind of different. I'd be an Irish legend. You would be. So that was kind of different. Also like Tinder and stuff. Ireland's a lot smaller than Toronto, like, or Dublin's smaller than Toronto, you invariably, invariably, will find people you know. Like, the there's best. no... It it can be. I do think we should do a question on, uh, like, when you find someone you 100%. know on Tinder. Let's find it. Let's cut this out and then pretend we're real <laughs> original later on. But, um, yeah, like, it's you, you will find people you know, and then that's its own specific beast, and... Some people don't want to swipe in case it comes to light and all this shit. Like, it, it's a whole, it's very weird because everyone knows everybody. So you do kind of have to be a little bit more careful. But, uh, yeah, that's, other than that, you know, like, it, it is a big game changer when you have your own place. It's kind of rude they didn't want to know how different it is to date in Brampton. Yeah, how, how is it? I don't, I don't even want to begin to imagine what Tinder looks like in Brampton. So what you're saying is they did you a favor. Yeah. So they had your back. Thanks. And you're going to give them shit for having your back. Always will. Um, I'm never happy. Biggest turnoff. Ooh. Um, sort of initial. Like, I'm going to go, like, initial and, like, once I get to know someone. Initial, uh, I think smoking. Like, the second I see someone smoking, I'm just like, I don't want my mouth in that mouth. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want mm, it. That's not how you kiss, but continue. Uh, yeah, you put your whole mouth inside in their your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actually try to get as much of you as possible in there. Get a little hand. Yeah. Well, that's why it helps if you have a puckered face. Mm-hmm. If you only if you pucker outwards. Yeah, I've definitely dated people who have smoked. Yeah, um, but it's like it's if I don't know the person, I'm probably not gonna. Yeah, that's the, it. that's the if, thing. If if, if I, I know see someone, someone who's smoking, I'm gonna be less likely. Yeah, you know. Um, it, once I get to know people, any any sort of like. Ism, you know what I mean? Like if you're a racist or a fucking like if you're homophobic, like any of that kind of shit. Like anytime anyone that's an ist and an ick, not an ism. I know, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna racism, actually, homophobism. You know well, Fuck, yeah. Like I think. Like, I think I, okay, can we point out that that should go without saying? Yeah. Like um, if you if you ha- if you meet someone who's racist or homophobic, like that shouldn't be a turn off. That should just be a get the fuck out of life. Like once, I, like if I already know them. Well, I think um, if you already know them, like... Or if, like, even even just, like, during sex. Like, a big turnoff for me is uh, not a big fan of sharp pains. So, like, 
biting, pinching, like any of that kind of shit. Like, yeah, I'm not into. And for some goddamn reason, my nipples I hate, are like I hate fucking play. beacons. I hate for women. Oh, me I too. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about them, but yeah. like. Every, like almost every woman I've ever slept with has gravitated towards doing terrible things to my nipples. And I'm just like, can you chill? They haven't, I haven't been can with someone who's done off? anything dramatic to them, but like. It's biting. Everyone always bites my really? nipples. Why? And I'm just like, stop it. One, you've like licked and flicked and everything. And like nothing's happened. They've not, yeah. they've not become erect. What makes you think, oh, hey, you know what might work? Me biting Well, them. because nothing else worked, Dan. Maybe if your nipples were it, fucking more. And like, I'll maybe tell they you, didn't dress that way. You could be. The most attractive woman in the world. Can I? You can do whatever you want. Thank you. Um, And like I could have the most raging erection, like the proudest boner that. Yep. Um, But the second you start fucking with my nipples, I'm going to tell you, that's going all the way to lip. All the way up. No, the opposite. I'm all the way down. Yeah. I will say like my nipples are not very sensitive at all. But they generally have a feeling range from nothing to just vague discomfort. Yeah. So, like, Ugh. whatever you do with it, it's just like, uh, like I, I, I just would rather not. You know, like, it, yeah. they're, it's almost nothing, which is why it's not really a big deal. But, like, I just, no. It's My like, thing is Ugh. just, like, like I, I, mean, I require kind of, like, stimulation, and that's not stimulating. So, if you're, if you're just going to go to town there, it's like, I'm... You're gonna I'm, get bored. I'm just gonna yeah. jerk off. Like if they like, do you want me to just Ooh. jerk off right now? I'll do it. Sure. Hey, 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 get your hands off my fucking nipples. Uh, yeah. No, I feel like one of the biggest turnoffs for me is like when people like uh, confidence is obviously very sexy, but when people are unconfident and then put something forward in its stead, like I've been with at least three girls where one was a virgin but talked this game. Mm-hmm. Like she was, like th- she had the most sex in the world ever. Like she would always be like, Ugh, "Sex!" Like, Ugh. and she had this like faux confidence that came off as like aggression and just like meanness and just like it, it just didn't jibe at all. And like at the time, I didn't know she was a virgin. Like I, I wouldn't have cared, but it was just really weird. I was like, "God, it sounds like having sex would be terrible." <laughs> and at one point, like we were back at mine, and then she told me, and I was like. That just makes it worse because you're just talking bullshit this whole time. There's another person who I don't think was a virgin, but again, whenever she talked about sex, it just made everything sound like this weird, unpleasant, like aggressive competition. Um, And then when it came down to it, she was really insecure and like weird about it. I'm like, you're not doing yourself any favors because I don't really want to now, even beforehand. And then you flip the script and all of a sudden you're like, you know. So I do feel like that kind of like, you know, if you if you just if you're that unconfident that you're like trying to be confident through like being weird or like aggressive or like mean, yeah, you know that, that's yeah. kind of weird. I want to add. Like, I know I I probably didn't explain that properly, but I know, you know I know what you're saying. Like yeah, anytime anyone like if I'm a pretty good judge of character, if I know like what you're about, and then you are very clearly projecting like another image, and like I get it, I did that for a very long time. Um but it's one of those things where, like, if you make that your personality, mm. like, if you're just the bitch, like, I'm I'm over that. I don't care how attractive you yeah, are. I don't care what kind of, like, chemistry ugh. we've got. But if you, like, if, if you're, if you've reduced your personality to this, so it's, like, cartoony mm-hmm. bitch character, it's, like, meh. I think in general, if you're, if you're putting on a front and, like, you can't actually just be, like, I know chill is a very weird word, but, you know, if you can't just be, like, relaxed and, like, yourself... That kills it for me. Mm-hmm. What else you got on that list? Uh, sexual insecurity. Got one? Um, I don't know. See, I feel like it's a, it's a different question to answer when you're in a relationship. Because, like, if you're sexually insecure at this point, then yeah, things aren't necessary. You know to, what I mean? I'm like, trying to think if I dealt with anything, like... I think we've all dealt with, like, the normal shit. Like, when you're younger, like, you're always going to be insecure about your dick size. You're always going to be insecure yeah. about, like... You know, eh, pretty much everything I think about sex. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, like even, even like uh, as an adult, there are times where I've just been like, you know, you catch yourself in the mirror and you're just like, I wish that was a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like any time I'd have sex, the like end result, I'd be like, 
clearly what I'm working with here is is getting the job done. Of course. Well, so like I'm not like I don't know. I I entered a very like like this state of sort of like maybe sexual overconfidence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like um, last time I did that, there was toilet paper on my dick. Uh, well, I've actually had I've had uh, I had sex with someone and and I uh, I'd be like, hey, want to do it? And they were like, you know what? It was kind of boring. And I think it was because like. I was so like into myself or like, mm. um, and this was someone like I, I kind of wanted to sleep with for like a while or like I was, and it just like never kind of happened. And then yeah. it just kind of happened. And I was like, I was ready to like show off and I was like pulling out like sort of like the greatest hits. And it was, it was a, it was a disconnected sort of experience. That's the thing. Like if and you're was, having was, your own thing, yeah, maybe think, they're not. I think it was sort of like the, the female equivalent to women who moan or scream a lot. And you're just like, I'm not doing anything. You shouldn't be making this much noise. Mm. Um, I think it was kind of like, I think that's kind of what she got from me. But like, there was like that overconfidence. That's fair. Uh, it was humbling to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, for me, like one of the big ones has been like the amount of time like you last, especially with like a new partner where like in general, like it, especially like when you get older or for myself, it, it hasn't really been an issue, but like w- with a new person, like it's always that like heightened level of excitement and like mm-hmm. it, it's rare that you just kind of hop to it either. Right. So it's like if you're making out with someone and you're like, you're doing all these things, like the excitement is just building and building and like. By the time you get to it, you're like, fuck, like this is, you know, and not only are, is everything more, are you more excited during that first time, but like, it's kind of more important, or at least it seems like it should be because if you go and it's like, well, I'm done, they're going to be like, cool, let's never see each other ever again. Especially like all you see in media is like guys with small dicks being ridiculed and guys who don't last long enough being ridiculed. Yeah. Thanks, Missy Elliott. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, so I, I know that has always been a thing with me. And like the worst part is even if I'm fine, like in general, I do know like the first time I'm with somebody, there's always that like danger. And like, it's very rarely been, I, I don't think it's ever actually been an issue. Like, I don't think a girl has ever commented on it or been bad about it or anything. Like, even if it has happened, which again, sometimes it definitely has, you know, uh, but it's still one of those things where like, it, it's always, you know, it's always nerve wracking. I mm-hmm. feel. Yeah, I mean, like when I when I first started having sex, my sexual stamina was terrible. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I, I like assume my whole everyone's first is. relationship was I was not great at sex. Like I lasted mediocrely at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't have sex for like eight months, and then all of a sudden it was just like I kind of just lasted forever. Oh, I'm never. And like, and it and it sort of stayed that way. Like, there were a few rare oca- mm-hmm. occasions where, like, I would, you know, a specific girl would do the right things. And yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and it, but like that was a rarity. Like, it got to the point where, uh, at the height of sort of like my bachelordom, like I just couldn't finish. No. And that's um, that's the thing is like I know most people, uh, when they start having sex, they have one or the other issue. Like, it's very rare that anyone's, like, solidly in the middle, where it's, like, one's a little soon, and some people just can't, you know? Yeah. I've I never would, had the can't, like, I would, even if I'm blackout. I would, I would normally be able to get there, and, like, the more I slept with someone, I would I would be able to, to get a better place, because I'd, like, I'd find that one thing that they did with it was, like, really fucking sexy, like, yeah. whether it was, like, them dirty talking mm-hmm. or them in a certain position, whatever. Yeah, like, that shit can I would do. figure the I would figure that formula out. Um, but like there were times where like if, if I was sleeping with someone again, like I, I went through a phase where I was, I was having a lot of sex and it wasn't necessarily like sex that I wanted to have. It was sex that like, I felt like I needed to have Mm -hmm, for like validation and shit. Um, like some of that kind of, some of those encounters, I was just like, yeah, well, it's not going to happen because I don't have that connection. You know what I mean? Like, um, and that was towards the end when I started like petering out and only seeing sort of like the girls that I had been seeing mm. um before I became exclusive I uh it was it was like all I was like I have that connection and I have I like I know I know what we have is 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 a little more meaningful than just like random sex yeah um and I, like I lost complete interest in sort of like that hookup culture and the tinder and all that kind of shit I was like you know what I'd rather I'd rather wait and and see the people that I enjoy being 100%, with, yeah. than like meeting a new person or like getting that yeah, val- that sort of instant validation of like sex with the first person. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual insecurities. Um, yeah, I don't. I like, like I said, I, I think like 
yeah, when I first started having sex, my stamina, mm-hmm. um, and then afterward, I, th- I think I've replaced that insecurity with overconfidence, like yeah. sometimes unjustified. And like I know that seems braggy, but like I don't think it, I don't think it was a positive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm. think it always served me yeah. for uh, a better sexual experience for both partners. Mm. Um, I think that, like, I think I was, and like that might have just, I think it might have just been like an overarching insecurity about my like self-worth. Of course, yeah. Well, um, I feel which like manifested any... itself as like this sort of like, I'm good yeah. at sex. Well, so, if it's, if, yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, so despite my insecurities, I know that I can do this right. And here's like, this is what I'm like leaning my self-worth on so yeah. please please enjoy it because if you don't that's all i got mm-hmm. um i think that's i think that's where it came in yeah we were urged to answer this question honestly so <laughs> i don't know why that was necessary but i think we did i feel like a lot of guys like i think a lot of guys would would stray away despite the fact that like they might be insecure about their penis size i think a lot of guys would not say that yeah, but I think it's like it. It's almost goes without saying. Like, I think almost every like unless you're literally rocking like a twelve inch. And dick, then you're insecure about how big you are. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's those one of those like, things where especially like when you're younger, like it doesn't matter if you're good or not, or if you're like sorry, not good, but like no matter what size you are, you're always gonna have the insecurity. And 100%. I think it's it's similar to like I'm sure we both had body issues where like you think like oh I'm not muscly enough. Like when I was like younger. Um, or with other people, like, I think, again, in the relationship, a lot of this shit mellows out, but, like, have you ever just laid there, and, like, they, you know, you're after sex, and they go over, and they, like, touch your stomach, and you're tensing, Yeah. and then they, like, move up to your arm, and you're, like, trying to casually tense, try casually tense, I don't think there's anything casual about it, I, I would do that for some reason, for some reason, I have this thing where, like, um, my arm tends to, like, be up when I'm going down on someone, Mm-hmm. Um, and like if they ever touch my arm, I inherently flex. Yeah, of course. And like, I don't know why I do Because it. you want to see, you don't want like that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you want to like, Oh, feel my like, muscles. I still I know, do it with insane. Amanda. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm like, this is so stupid because like, she knows what I look like. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. she knows what I am on a day to day basis. It's like, it's not like she's going to touch me and be like, Oh wow. You know what I mean? like, Every time I touch you, I say, Oh wow. I mean like, she might be impressed. Oh wow. Oh man, you you don't even know how these are. I do arms know. I can see them right now. Mm. Dane's arms are looking real good. I've been working out. Um, yeah, no, one hundred percent. I used to like lie there, and any time I have one anywhere, I'm like tense. Yeah, you like, like trying to act cool, like fuck, like I I, I would love to know because I assume it was pretty obvious. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I was getting away with it. Maybe the was just rigid as fuck. Like I imagine, I imagine all the things that guys try to do to be smooth or like mm-hmm. casual or whatever. 100% or also, not. Also, the first few times I had sex, and like, my first few, I mean, probably like, you know, spanning a year or two, uh, I, I used to like, when we're done, I'd like have a cover or I'd go put my underwear back on because I was insecure about people seeing my soft dick mm-hmm. because then like, obviously it's not as big as my hard dick yeah, this thing and that would like, be in my head. And like, again, also like no one dreams about a flaccid dick. Nobody. No one, no one's like, hmm, I wonder well, what that's all like. I dream about. <laughs> Do androids dream of flaccid dicks? They do. Um, my best-selling novel. Yep. yep. Harrison Ford was great in that movie. <laughs> I wish. I dream of his flaccid dick all day. Okay, ever had a chance to sleep with a girl and didn't? Uh, yeah, she threw a fucking garbage can at me. Uh, I have never turned... No, of course. Fuck. Like, I met people who it was their first time, and I talked to them and was like, hey, I, you know, I'm not... I just want you to know... We're on the same page here. Like, if we're going to hook up, it it could just be a one-time thing. It could be not. What are you looking for? And they were like, I'm looking for a relationship. And I was like, cool. Because I can't guarantee that because it would be unfair for us because yeah. I don't want a relationship because I don't know you that well. So I'm not going to sleep with you. Uh, I've been with people who are too drunk. I didn't sleep with them. I've been with people who were <laughs> fucking awful. I didn't sleep with them. There's one girl. She was the worst. Um. Yeah, like, 100%. There's so many times. And I think if you ever answer this question with a no, it's probably a really bad thing. Yeah. Unless all those chances were... I mean, there's, were, there's you know. a, a ton of instances where I said, like... Again, like, I, I worked in, in bars almost my entire life. Yeah. And, like, they tend to attract attractive women who are, like, charismatic and stuff. And it's like, I had a pretty strict, like... No sleeping. Oh, with also, a million times when I was in relationships and people went sleeping. I was like, nah, sorry. Yeah, it's... uh. 
yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I hope it's not uncommon. I hope, I mean, like, I'm sure there are a bunch of dudes who are just saying yes to like anything that comes their way, but I hope that like, at least I hope you, you, I hope, I just want people to think about like the circumstance. Like if someone is really drunk, don't sleep with them. Yeah. Just like, I know it sucks. I've done it tons of times where you just kind of like put them to bed and give them a glass of water and be like, well, I'm probably not going to sleep tonight, but at least you're fucking passed out mm-hmm. and snoring, you drunken train wreck. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, yes, I've a hundred percent turned down people. Do you, you have that? Thank you. Shout out to you. Want oh, to do? fucking shout out to Iris, uh, for being a new listener and being awesome. <laughs> shout out to Travis, who she also introduced. Uh, you guys are great. I really appreciate that you're giving a listen, and hopefully you make it this far, and you get your little shout-out, because you guys are the best. You're the best. Um, thank if, you for everyone who fucking sent in questions as well. Also, thank you for everyone who's listened for the past 25 fucking episodes. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't believe we've come this far. Yeah, it's it's actually really nuts. Um, and if at any point we do something that you disagree with or anything, like let us know. Cause yeah, we're, if, we, we're, if we give bad advice and you're like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, fucking tell us. Tell us, because we want to learn. I think, Like I said, our first episode, I think we said that like this is a learning experience for and us. And we're not perfect. And not I perfect. think this episode is a great time to point out <laughs> we're definitely not perfect. No, not at all. And I think that's the only way you can give good advice is by fucking up and like hopefully learning from your shit yeah and um, like we've fucked up a lot and yeah. we want to like let you learn from that yeah we're at no point sitting here and telling you we know it all or anything so um we are back to our regular schedule and regular format uh next week so if you have questions if you need some advice hit us up and we're we're back to answering your questions uh you can hit us up at uh on facebook at uh, fck buddies podcast right yeah, probably um and then or you can hit us up on twitter uh at fck underscore buddies or you can emails at uh f buddies podcast at gmail.com uh, you can only comment on our cover photo though. yeah we won't look at it if it's not on our cover yeah. photo. also make sure you have vaguely racist very specific sexual demands yeah please um uh also thank you to josh eagle and the harvest Seas for their song paper stars um which and- we both begin with and end with Mm-hmm. And now we're going to end, as we always end, with a... Do you want sex writing? Do you want Dan? Should I just you skip to the Dan? We're going right to Dan this week, I think. You um, know what, guys? We have... We have sex writing for next week. Yeah, we're going to hit you hard with some so, sex writing. Maybe too hard. Because I just found a fresh batch. Mm. Um. Yeah, we're, we're going to hit you with a gut punch from our good frenemy, Dan. So Dan asks... Should you ask your girlfriend if she's still attracted to you? My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nell Spain. And we are, of course, your fuck buddies. Happy 25th birthday. Thanks for sticking to this podcast. podcast.